Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz with your host, Gail Dixon. Tune in every Saturday, 9 a.m. for great shows about obtaining and maintaining health, business, and finance. Learn from the experts here at PIHradio.net. Call into the studio with your questions and comments, 347-945-7433. And now, broadcasting from the Partners in Health and Biz studio, here's Gail. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to my show. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz on the PIH Radio Network. And I am so very, very happy you could join me. If this is your first time listening, then welcome, welcome, welcome. We certainly hope that this is not the last, and we want you to continue to tune in to www.pihradio.net so you can learn about the upcoming shows and visit www.partnersinhealth.biz for upcoming shows and information. So this is a wonderful day. Wow, wow, wow. This is Saturday, April the 22nd, 2017. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And so I know everyone is so excited. You've been to the website, and if you haven't, let me tell you. Today's show, we have a special guest. Yes, 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 my special guest is none other than Dr. Marilyn Blackston. P, and she's an MD, Dr. Marilyn Blackston. And I am going to tell you a little bit about my special guest. But before I do, let me give out the call-in number to Partners in Health and Biz. It is 347-945-7433. 347-945-7433. Press 1 if you have a question or a comment. And you don't have to do anything if you just want to continue to listen to the show. Now, I know Dr. Blackston is holding, but we are going to give her her proper introduction. A little bit about Dr. Blackston. Dr. Marilyn Blackston is a board-certified otolaryngologist. I knew I was going to mess that up. Laryngologist, head, which is a head and neck surgeon. She has a B.S. from Brown University and an M.D. from the University of Maryland School of Medicine. Dr. Blackston is the first African-American woman to complete a surgical residency at the University of Maryland. Well, because of injuries from a motor vehicle accident, she can no longer perform surgery, but she received her, uh, she's licensed and certified as a wellness coach, and she received that in 2008. In 2011, Dr. Blackston became certified in Emotional Freedom Technique, or EFT, which means it's a means to help clients with their fears, frustrations, and emotional distress. And how many of us are suffering with fears, frustrations, and emotional distress? Dr. Blackston is a biblically-based practitioner focused on improving the spiritual emotional, mental, and physical health of clients. Her services are open to all, but she specializes in assisting middle-aged professional women embrace a permanently healthy lifestyle to the point that they naturally lose weight and their physicians discontinue pre-prescribed medications. Wow, wow, wow. Dr. Blackston has been interviewed on radio, television, and print on various health top health subjects. She is the author of two books, Rebuilding the Temple, A Spiritual Journey to Wholeness, and Rebuilding the Temple, Healing for Body, Mind, and Spirit. She has also recorded two meditation CDs, Rebuilding the Temple, Meditations, Volume 1 and 2. Dr. Blackston's coaches, she coaches individually and in groups. 
She is a popular speaker to groups, corporations, and conferences, and available as a breakout presenter, panelist, and keynote speaker. She focuses on helping her clients to have a healthy lifestyle by balancing diet, exercise, and managing stress. Dr. Blackston was born and raised in the Baltimore, Maryland area and is the proud mother of two grown children. So you can connect with Dr. Blackston at www.drblackston.com. And without further ado, I am going to open up Dr. <laughs> Dr. Marilyn Blackston's microphone and welcome her to Partners in Health and Biz. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, allergies aside, <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, let, <laughs> let me tell you, I have been knowing Dr. Blackston. Wow, I've actually lost track of the time. I think it's been over, uh, certainly over five years that we've been knowing oh, yes, each other. Definitely, yes. And she has been a guest on my show several times. She is not, this is not her first time being my guest on Partners in Health and Biz. And we were discussing yesterday our allergies. And um, and I was telling her how I had been suffering, had, been, had actually had gone into remission for a few minutes, <laughs> maybe for about a day it seemed. And then I went outside in the yard, started pulling weeds, and what in the world happened? It started all over again. So today's show, and today Dr. Blackston, she is going to educate us and help us deal with these allergy situations that we, many of us are suffering from. So, Marilyn, <laughs> Dr. Blackston, <laughs> let's just get right into this topic. Uh, you know, exactly what is the cause of allergies? So many people are suffering from them, but sometimes we don't even understand what the cause of it is. Well, it, it, the cause of it rests in your immune system. Your body has a natural system to ward off foreigners. Anything that's mm-hmm. not natural to your body, it, and so when we breathe in the pollen, eat the food that we're allergic to or whatever, your body responds to that and rejects it. And the symptoms can be varied. It, it, uh, of course, with seasonal allergies, you have the runny nose, the sneezing, the runny eyes, sometimes headaches, um, and, and sometimes it goes on to sinusitis, which is a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. People don't realize <laughs> that asthma is mostly, most of the asthma is rooted in allergy. Okay. And, okay. Um, and to get back to the root of the problem, the upheaval in your immune system is from stress. Yeah, and and so you got allergies, you have asthma. Many people have migraines that are rooted. I am one of them that are rooted in allergy. Mm, And you know, all of that is is really from stress. So the the to get to the root of the problem, I mean, you can treat the symptoms, but to get to the root of the problem is that you have to minimize your stress. You have to meditate. You know, do I don't know yoga. Um, you know, Tai Chi, Kijang, those kind of things that are rooted in your breathing, deep mm-hmm. breathing, calming yourself down, and um, you you got to actually believe what you profess you believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know we had discussed that also. Um, so many people don't believe that the actually the natural ways to help ourselves uh, work much better. You have so many people that are running to their uh, doctors to get prescribed medications where when here you are saying, telling us right now, the cause of these things for the most part are it, it, it's stress-related. And so if we exactly. meditate and, like you say, do yoga and deep breathing, um, sometimes I'm telling you when I'm having an allergy attack, though, I'm afraid to do any deep breathing, but I know it helps to do the deep breathing in advance to having an allergy attack. <laughs> 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 yeah, you, it's better to do it before the attack comes, and then the 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 attack will be abated, or it will be even less. Okay. People don't realize how closely connected our body is to our head. When we're stressed out, when we're thinking negative thoughts, we're thinking bad things about ourselves. You know, it's a it's a what do you call it a, a 
prophecy. You know, you you prophecy, when you worry yeah. about things, it's like praying for what you don't want. It's, it's really mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, I need to also mention the emotional freedom technique, and that's a quick and easy uh, method. Um, it's actually acupuncture without the needles, and it, you can learn it yourself. You can do it for yourself, and that's a mm-hmm. good way to relieve stress. Okay. So you said this is acupuncture without needles, and, yes. and this is called EFT, and this is a um, a system that you actually teach or instruct people on yeah, how I to teach do. Yeah, I teach, and I use, I, I see people, sometimes people need some guidance to get to the underlying issues of why they're fearful or why they're depressed or, you know, what what's really upsetting them, and it's usually not something that's on the surface. Mm, right. It's right, usually something right. that's very deep seated. That that uh, I I just remember there's a movie out called The Tapping Solution, and that's the common name for EFT tapping. And this gentleman had severe back pain, and he had he was a veteran. He had been a Vietnam vet, and he blamed his back pain on his um, interaction with his father. But then he realized as he was tapping that it was even deeper than that. And it just, it, it, it all was rooted in he had a really negative self-image and negative self-view. And he not only had back pain, he had post-traumatic stress syndrome, which meant that he didn't sleep and he had flashbacks and all of that. The tapping not only took care of the back pain, but it took care of the post-traumatic stress as well. So oh, we, wow. we have a, a lot of physical issues that manifest out of things that have happened. Most of the stuff happens in childhood that mm-hmm. that just um, causes upheaval in our emotional system, and it just sits there. And mm-hmm. it, it, it roots itself into different organs, and so you'll come along and have a chronic kidney problem because the kidneys hold fear. You'll have a, a, you'll get a liver infection and, or liver disease, and uh, the liver holds anger. Okay. And so uh, the pancreas, a lot of people get pancreatic cancer. Pancreas holds a, a, a real displeasure, distrust with mankind. You know, you feel like people around you are just not good. Um, they're out to get you. That's It holds it in the pancreas. So there are a lot of different things. And the body is just so interconnected. It's 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 a really amazing to me. The um I recently taught a course in anatomy, and they've discovered that the heart has its own neurological system, and sometimes oh. it overrides the brain. Okay. So the Bible hmm. says to guard your heart because it's the wellspring of life. Well, that's a true statement. Well, I'm telling you, I'm tr- I'm taking notes as you're speaking, and I hope my <laughs> listeners are taking notes because this is some powerful information that you're sharing. Um, I knew that fear and stress, particularly uh-huh. stress, that stress could cause um, physical problems in your body and cause you to have, uh, for instance, the migraines. I knew about that, and I knew it could, you know, cause maybe, you know, just minor headaches and things of that nature. But, and then I I had a feeling that it could cause some type of stomach problems because I know a lot mm-hmm. of times when we're anxious or nervous, uh, irritated, we'll have um, pains in our stomach. But I didn't, yeah. I had no idea until you shared, with, shared this with me, with us today, that the kidneys, kidneys hold the fears. And the liver holds anger, and the pancreas holds yeah. distrust of mankind. I'm just, I'm just taking notes. I'm telling you. So, <laughs> wow, this is this is this is this is powerful information. So now this will help our listeners to think about what's going on with them, with uh-huh. with them. What's what's actually going on with you? It's not just a headache, <laughs> like you said. It may not be just a stomach ache. It may not be just a backache. And they will, um, because of you coming on, now they have a person they can come to when these things are going on in their lives and they can contact you and you can mm-hmm. actually help help them through these different situations. So 
I am I am just so blessed that you um you're here and you're able to talk to me and be my special guest this morning. So we want to um move on to the next question. And I want to again encourage my listeners to call in if you have questions, I'm sure you do or comments. And um so my next question to you, uh Dr. Blackston, are what are some and if you're finished with that one, I, mean, I know that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that I'm was pretty. pretty... But I, I do want to add that, um, you know, when we're talking about allergies, um, you know, because I've been trained in dealing with the pollen allergies, but also food allergies. Okay. And what okay. people don't realize is that um, the the large has been a large increase in food allergies among their children. It's because their environment has been too clean. Mm. And you say, well, you know, I don't want my kid exposed to germs and all of that, but that's what builds up his immune system. Oh, and people okay. in Africa don't have peanut allergies and all the different food allergies. They don't have it, um, you know, okay. that, that that are exposed to, we call it unsanitary conditions, but that's what builds up their immune system. It either kills you or it builds you up. <laughs> okay. So, uh, wow. This okay. This makes sense. A lot of sense. Just think, Marilyn, and I know you already have that. But in the United States, so many of our um, kids, and it's been going on for uh, for at least a couple of decades now, with mm-hmm. modern technology and everything, and our children are no longer playing outside as much. They're either um, playing video games or they're watching TV or they're on their iPhones or their iPads, and they don't get out and get it actually um, down and dirty, as you would say. Yeah, they, Whereas, don't, they don't play in the dirt. They don't eat the dirt. You know, some people, you know, don't want their kids playing in sand and dirt. But that's mm-hmm. where, you know, the low-down, dirty germs are, but that's what builds up your immune system. Mm, okay, okay. So that would explain why some of, so many uh, kids are now have they have uh, more allergies than ever before. Um, mm-hmm. I was doing my own research, and um, I found out that the number of United States children with food allergies actually increased by fifty percent between nineteen ninety seven and two thousand eleven, uh, while the number of kids with peanut allergies tripled. From 1997 mm-hmm. to 2008, and here, here you have it. You're letting us know that. Think about it. Those are the years <laughs> when modern technology just really sped up, and and more iPhones and more uh, video games, more things to keep children inside, and so more allergies. And so, also, when you think about it, the peanuts. All the nuts grow on trees. The peanut is a ground nut. Mm-hmm. So you make that connection. Yes. <laughs> it, yes. <you> know, <laughs> and then, yeah. Right. And then, then the kids that or the parents that let them go out and um, pick peanuts or whatever. Uh, or, you know, when I was growing up, my grandmother had a garden, and she mm-hmm. had a not only a flower garden, but she had a food garden. So I loved um, my cousins and I, we would, we would uh, lay in the grass, and, <laughs> and we would put our blankets down on the grass, and we would um, we would help my grandmother plant flowers, and we would help her plant the vegetables and the fruit. She had all kinds of fruit trees. So that that really is a, sort of an answer for me because there I was with my hands <laughs> in the dirt. You know, my grandmother was teaching me how to actually plant. You know, this you put the you dig up the hole and you um, put a little water in there and you loosen the the flower, you pat it on the bottom, and then you stick it in the dirt. So I really did not start suffering with allergies until I was uh, an adult and not long ago because I know the other thing is I believe allergies can occur. They don't always occur um when you're young, I've heard that you can develop an allergy at any time during your lifetime. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. I was going to say, when I was in practice, I, 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 I wish I had, you know, $10 every time I heard the story. I didn't have this until I moved to Baltimore. 
our area has a special combination of humidity and, um, you know, the, the flora, the, the trees that grow and humidity and the heat and the cold. Marilyn, you, Marilyn you bro- that people you're breaking up a little bit. Um, you're, you're breaking up. For some reason, you, you, when you started that statement, you broke up a little bit. Could you repeat that one again? I was saying that Baltimore, the Baltimore area has a, a special combination of the humidity and the heat and the types of trees that grow in our area that produces allergies in people. And people move here from other states, and they, they would tell me, I never had this till I moved to Baltimore. <laughs> okay. All right. So you know, it's 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 a, a real a, a special combination with the with the pollen allergy, and mm. um and this season has been particularly bad because we had a mild winter. Right. Right. Oh, know, okay. Those, okay. Those trees are pollinating more because they never really went to sleep well. You know, the cold yeah. weather puts the trees to sleep. And so they, you know, and, and this year it happened earlier because it was such a mild winter. Mm, okay, because I know last year I didn't suffer like I'm suffering um, this year with the um, allergies. It just seemed like this year is, is so much uh, worse than it was um, uh, it, even in the previous years before this year. This, and, and there you have it, the mild winter. Hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. And I, right. I need to make a comment with, that came to mind when you were, were talking about your grandmother's garden. I grew, my mother always had a garden, mm-hmm. and there was nothing <laughs> better. We used to take the salt shaker outside, nothing better than a fresh tomato right out of the garden. <laughs> That's what my mother says which, also. Which I was allergic to. I couldn't eat more than one tomato because if I ate more than one, I would break out. And mm-hmm. and I I've since gotten rid of that allergy, so I'm grateful for that because I love tomatoes. Mm. Okay, so it, you um, hmm. Yeah, my mom she loves tomatoes. In fact, she did the same thing. She would uh, go into my grandmother's uh, garden. She would tell me and take a salt shaker and pick the um <laughs> tomatoes and and eat them right off the vine. And she liked the uh, green and the red tomatoes. So. Even to this day, she loves tomatoes. That's whenever I make her a salad, she 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 asks me, uh, "Did you put tomatoes in there?" Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, it's not a salad without tomatoes. <laughs> right, right. So, so we we talked about the um the pollen allergies, the airborne allergies, and but did did we really um ex- did you really explain what causes food allergies? I mean, other than the dirt and everything for adults, I would say, is it is it mainly the, like you said, just that we haven't. Um, I think that was more for the, for the airborne allergies, but uh, the causes for food allergies is it the same as airborne it's, allergies? It's, it's, I guess it's the same thing. It's it's your immune system, and see in your gut, um, one of the cells that that um, facilitates your immune system lives in in your in your intestines. So that's oh. that's where the, those cells live. So when you eat something that's foreign, it's for our protection. It's something that's foreign to uh to our system. You know, our the cells are sitting right there to get rid of it right away. Mm, okay. So the the oh. problem with food allergies is that a lot of people don't know they have them unless they unless you break out in hives and your throat closes up. Um, you, you don't really know you're allergic. You might get a little headache or maybe a little twinge in your stomach, nothing to make you really suffer or make you associate that food with the allergic symptoms. Um, and what we what we have to do, because there's a paradox with it, when you have a food allergy and you eat it and you might get a little symptoms or something, but when you go without it, your body craves it. Mm-hmm. So you... <laughs> you're constantly hmm. eating something that your body's allergic to, and it, it okay. leads to all kinds of, um, you know, bad bad things. A lot of lot of uh, intestinal diseases, um, and you know, all kinds of you know food allergies. I I always, you know, the kids would show up in the office with um, we call the glue ear, but they would have fluid in their ear mm-hmm. when they were babies, and that always signaled to us that they had milk allergies. And, um, you know, you you change it from cow's milk to to soy milk, but people have developed allergies to soy. 
And mm-hmm. so, you know, you're, you're going around trying to find a milk that works, especially for a baby. You want them to, to be drinking a lot of milk. But they, right. they get the, the adenoiditis, the adenoids and tonsils that they take to have the tonsils and adenoids taken out because they have food allergy to milk. Oh, oh okay. Um, so now people are, I know I am drinking the almond milk and then there's mm-hmm. the coconut milk. So I don't mm-hmm. drink uh, cow's milk at all. I've never, I haven't done that um, it, since I was probably... In my 20s, I stopped the cow's milk mm-hmm. altogether. Um, but I wanted to ask you in, about the probiotics. You mentioned the different food allergies or the um, allergies that are actually start in our, I guess, in our digestive system. As, yeah. a, as a So what do you think about the probiotics? Is that a good thing I, I for us to I think the probiotics are important and and they just you know recently come up with that that you need um bacteria certain bacteria in your intestines your lower intestines to digest your food um it doesn't have anything to do with the allergies just to, to have it there to digest your food and what happens when you get on antibiotics you kill all the bacteria and there's good bacteria and there's bad bacteria you kill it all and that's what leads you to, you know, a lot of people get diarrhea when they're on antibiotics because because of that. So right. the probiotics are, are very important. And you don't even have to take probiotics. You can eat yogurt, uh, sauerkraut, uh, cum cheese, the Korean food, anything that's fermented um, mm-hmm. will add the good bacteria to your intestine. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Okay, so let me... um. Just uh, let everyone know we are. You're listening to Partners in Health and Biz on the PIH Radio Network. I'm your host Gail Dixon. I'm I'm here with my special guest, Dr. Marilyn Blackston. She is a ENT specialist, ear, nose, and throat specialist. And the topic this morning: living with allergies. <laughs> and there are all types of allergies that we are discussing today: the airborne allergies, the food allergies. So we're going to continue. If you have any questions or comments, just call in, 347-945-7433. So, Dr. Blackston, what are some treatment options for pollen allergies? I know uh, one of my coworkers had mentioned that she was on Zyrtex, and then I know there's Claritin, and I know there's – and then I've been taking the black seed oil, but that actually was – it worked for a while until, like I said, I went outside in the yard and got a, um, <laughs> what do you call it, a, a full-blown <laughs> explosion right in my nose. It just all, yes. So what what are some of the um, treatment options that you prescribe for the yeah, well, pollen Well, I, I don't, I tend to get away from the um, pills, the systemic, the Claritin, the Zyrtec. They they work okay for a while, mm-hmm. but then your body does something. It's called tachyphylaxis, and it's when your body gets used to that medication, so it doesn't work. And, it, and you probably noticed that over the years, if you've taken, you know, um, back in the day, it was Benadryl, um, yeah. you, know, mm-hmm. you know, the different medications. And after you take it for a while, it doesn't work as well. It'll stop working altogether because yeah. your body has developed the tachyphylaxis. And so what I suggest for for patients is the the uh, saline nose spray and just keep you know because that washes the pollen out and it also Mm -hmm. the saline helps your nose to heal so it gets rid of the the runny nose and all that it doesn't seem quite right to put liquid in your nose to stop the runny nose but it actually does (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. saline nose spray Saline nose spray. There's things with neti pots to wash your nose out and things like that. Um, you know, like I said before, you got to work on your stress mm-hmm. and and you know do some meditating, deep breathing. You know, learn how to tap and and um, you know I tap every day. That's part of my morning routine um, to to keep your stress level down. Mm-hmm. And okay. you know you have to protect yourself from the allergens. You know, this time of year, I don't go out very much. And, and um, you know, when I do, I'm, you know, 
quick get in the car. You have air conditioning in the car. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. You know, you you try to limit the amount of allergies, and it probably would have done you better had you gone out and done your guardian gardening with a mask on. Yes, that was not very smart for me to go out there. I was feeling good, and I had taken some type of over-the-counter medication at first, and I said, I'm not going to take this anymore. I don't want the um, side effects or anything like that. And then I found found out about the black seeds, so I started using that, and then it seemed like it was really helping, and I got uh, cocky or whatever and went out there with with no protection and, uh, like I said, took a head-on direct hit and as soon as I started pulling the weeds, all the pollen just flew up just like it was somebody had blown it in my face. I mean, it really was it was blowing in my face. Yeah, well, that's, and that's so, what really happens. And, you know, you can do something simple because um, I used to buy the – they have these masks mainly – where did I get them? I don't know, Walmart or someplace, Target. Mm-hmm. You know, they have them um, – in the area where they have hardware, you know, because people use it when they're, you know, painting and that. Yeah, yeah. You know, just white formed masks and, you oh. know, to cover your face. They're, they're also good. I used to buy them for my son who has a, a dust mite allergy. He's allergic yes, to dust. Yes, I have that, yes. He mm. hates the dust is wrong. It's like, well, you got to do it more often. He would wear this mask. And so, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, then, then he would do it. But you you can do some things to avoid the the allergen um, that will help you greatly. When you have pollen allergies, the pollen gets in your hair. So you have to wash your pillowcases often because it goes from your hair to the pillowcase, and there it sits, and you go to sleep, and you wake up, your nose is all stuffy, and because the pollen's right there in your pillowcase. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I remember reading that and um, seeing that, and it makes sense, especially if you're outside and mm-hmm. and and you don't have your hair uh, covered, or when you come in. And I was just um, mentioning to my friend. I said, I really, as soon as I came in from uh, pulling the weeds, I should have washed my hair. But That's the right. thing is, I had just I had just washed it like the day before, <laughs> and I didn't really want feel like washing it again. But that probably would have um, helped to, uh, you know, minimize the intensity of my allergy attack had I washed my hair uh, or even covered it. I did have a little hat on. Yeah, that cover really your did. hair. Um, you know, uh, take when you come in, uh, just take a shower altogether because you, you, the pollen's mm-hmm. all over you. All over and, me, yes. Yeah. yeah, when you come in, you're just spreading it around. So you, yeah. you know, you take a shower, wash your hair, or cover your hair up and, and take your clothes off and put them, you know, in a, a clothes hamper or in a in a washing machine directly. Washing machine, probably right. Yeah, get it out of there. Yeah, I wanted to um, comment on what you just said about the you becoming immune to the different prescribed prescription drugs. It's mm-hmm. funny that you you said that because I was laughing. Just the other day when I was talking to one of my coworkers and I was asking her what she was taking for her allergies and she told me. And um so I said you I told her you know after a while you get immune to this uh, to the um yeah. the products the uh, over the counter and prescribed products for allergies and it reminded me of another coworker. I was having an allergy attack um maybe about 4 months ago. I don't know what it was. But um and I asked her, does she have anything for allergies? And she opened up her purse, and there were about ten different <laughs> ten different allergy medications in there. And she said, wait a minute, let me, no, I don't want to give you that. No, wait a minute, not that one. And she And I said, what are you doing? Why do you have all these allergies different? She said, because I become, after a while, I become immune to them, and they don't work. So I have to try something else. And she literally had about 10 to 15 different types of allergy medicines. <laughs> and that was so funny that you said. So now we know, now we know, listeners, we know that even if you're taking something, after a while you may become immune to it and it, and you it's not something wrong with you, but it's just the way our bodies work. Because it's the way our bodies work. And and there's one treatment that I I didn't, I I don't really, uh, you know, go along with it, but the shots. And that works for pollen, allergies, 
food allergies, contact allergies, um, you know, where you go to the doctor, they take your serum, see how you respond, and they start you on a series of shots. And it really just takes your immune system along to kind of negate the allergen um, from your system. They also have, uh, it's interesting, they have, uh, it's like a paste that they're giving babies now, a a peanut paste. Uh So that they don't develop the peanut allergy. They give infants this peanut paste over time so that they don't develop the peanut allergy. Um, Okay, but but back to the allergy shots. Do they actually work or... Or how does that work? I mean, it's, it's, I've it's heard of people getting uh, laborious. Shots. You know, you got to go to the doctor. I think you know you start out with twice a week and then once a week, and I mean it takes months to to build up to the hmm. point where you don't have the symptoms. But you do you do get to that point, and you know you and you have to take the shot. You know, it starts out more frequently, and then it gets far apart. But you're kind of tethered to that doctor with those shots. No, um, I don't like. I don't do needles. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't either. Personally, I don't do needles. And then, are there any um, side effects with the allergy shots? That's the other question. Well, the the problem is that if you are really a lot, and that happened to me personally. You know, I was in the clinic training, and. I was sniffing and snotting one day, and the the resident was a year ahead of me. And he said, you know, I know what you're allergic to is pine trees, because it was like in February. So before Uh the trees, you know, the green trees had budded, he said, you're allergic to pine. So he stuck the needle on me with pine, Uh and I swear I developed this big, huge knot. And my nose closed up, and there was nothing I could do to get it open. It, and it did what? You said what happened? I was so miserable, and and you know it's like yeah I'm allergic. You should have started with a smaller dose. You know he mm. just put a he put a normal dose. Okay, okay. You know because I got I got the the um, nickname the princess and the pea. You know you had to start with real weak with me. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Wow. Maybe that's what that's probably what was wrong with me when back in February. I think that's when I asked my um coworker for some allergy medicine. That was back in February, I think, and maybe I was allergic to pine also. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's it's you know it it um you you have that, and there is something called pine bark that works for uh-huh. allergies and asthma. Okay. It's a capsule. You can get it on the internet, um, and they uh, it works very well with kids with the asthma because it doesn't have any side effects. I've been taking it okay. for the last twenty years, so in okay. taking that, I have lost my allergy to gold. Uh-huh. I have lost my allergy to tomatoes, uh-huh. <laughs> and and until this year, um, my pollen allergy was a lot less. I mean, I I would have the little sniffles, but nothing like I'm having right now. I so I, I I started taking this stuff like I said twenty years ago. My son was a baby, and uh-huh. I, it was kind of expensive. Twenty seven dollars a month was you know too much for me. So I stopped taking it, and within three days I had a rip roaring sinus infection. I mean Ooh. just I mean it, it happened so fast I couldn't even yeah. keep up with it. Wow! And I so bet you like, went well, back to that twenty seven dollars a month. <laughs> Yeah, I just had to spend the money. So, um, and now I found um, it on the internet. It's like a nineteen dollars for like three months. I get the bottle with with a, I don't know. It's got um, I don't know, like a thousand capsules or something. It's a huge bottle, and it lasts uh-huh. me for two to three months. So it's like, yeah, I can I can handle that, but it okay. really does work. Okay, and what, uh, if you don't mind, inquire, inquiring minds would like to know, uh, our listeners as well as myself, your talk show host, what is the website where we can uh, order this pine bark? The pine bark, I get it from a, a company called Vitacost, V-I-T-A-C-O-S-T, and you can just go to vitacost.com. Okay. And they have all, all right. different uh, pine barks. Um, mm-hmm. GNC sells pine bark. Um, I started my aunt on it. She had MS, and as long mm-hmm. as she took the pine bark, she didn't have the symptoms. 
Great. And she lived with MS for over 10 years. She died of something else. But she, she, you know, her MS didn't progress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm probably sure it helps with other things as well, the pine bark. Yeah, because it it shores up your immune system. So it's it's great for kids with asthma and um, and, and allergies. Um, And like I said, I've I've lost a lot of allergies. And I have food allergies that... that, um, give me anaphylaxis, which means that uh, it's a life-threatening allergic reaction. My throat closes up, and I stop breathing if I don't do something quick and in a hurry. But since I've been taking the pine bark, I still get the allergy, but it doesn't happen as quickly. I have a little more time to deal with it. It's not Mm -hmm. as severe. So um, to me, it's worth it to take it just for that. Okay. Um, Because I don't, I don't, need to be in life-threatening situations. <laughs> no, no, please don't. Yeah, we need you. We're going to have you come back on the show again and uh, give us, uh, talk about some of the other um, projects that you're involved with. I know you have so many things going on. You're a woman of many talents and abilities and skills, and um, so we want you to come definitely come back and talk to us about uh, everything that's going on with you, and uh, so you can continue to help help my listeners with um, a host of different things that that we need help with. <laughs> so um, let's see. Now I did expand the show for an hour, but I know you have a football game that you need to go to for your son. Oh yes, that's not until so. So I don't. I've, I've got oh okay, <laughs> okay, great. Okay, good. Okay, so. Let's see. I wanted to talk to you about. Um, so I said, I guess we pretty much did. We talk about the paradox of food allergies. Is that yeah? Well, uh, I basic? think we talked about it a little bit, and that you know, um, I need to talk about it more because a lot of people have food allergies and they don't realize it. Mm. Yeah. And the yes. thing with the food allergy is that you crave the food that you're allergic to, so you you constantly eat it. <laughs> And, um, the, the, you know, the best way to treat that is with avoidance. I'm allergic to pineapple, kiwi, and strawberries. So I just don't mm. eat them. I don't go near them if I see them. And everybody puts strawberries and pineapple and kiwis and fruit salad. Mm-hmm. Mm. So if I see yeah. fruit salad yeah. with any of those things, then I don't, I don't do that. And I was at a, I was at a, a birthday party, and somebody had put, Pineapple. There was a curry chicken salad, and I, I didn't, you know, I didn't see the pine. I did not see the pineapple. I didn't realize it was pineapple in it until it got into my mouth. Mm. And, okay. and I asked, I asked pineapple in this chicken salad, and she said, "Well, I didn't make the chicken salad. My mother did." And I said, uh-huh. "Is there pineapple in it?" And she said, "Oh yes." And I said, "Well, I'm allergic to it." And she just said, "Well, I've never heard of that." Well, it doesn't, just because you haven't heard of it doesn't mean it's not true. It doesn't mean it doesn't <laughs> exist. That's so right. I, and, and, and they had had a fruit salad there with the pineapple and the kiwi and the strawberries. It was at the other end of the table. I just went, you know, I, I just got away from it, and I thought I was avoiding it. And um, I carry um, the medicine with me because when I get get the pineapple, kiwi, or strawberries, it's a full anaphylactic reaction. And I've learned that if I take steroids right away, you know, it, it, it takes care of the problem. Mm, and, okay. you know, I, I had one, I had, I had, I got something, I was at a restaurant with a friend and I got pineapple again. I didn't realize it. And um, she said, well, do you need to go to the hospital? I said, well, I got time. I finished my meal. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I I went to um was it patient first and uh-huh. I got this doctor now I'm a physician and I identified myself as a physician yeah um he's trying to give me a medrol dose pack those are the little packs and there's they're tiny amounts of steroids and I said uh, the dose pack's not going to do me well we gave you a shot so that I said look I didn't argue with him I said okay I know my body I know what works this medrol dose packs like pouring water, you know, on something, expecting it to do something. Mm, so I took right. the medrol dose pack, called my friend. She's a she's a doctor at University of Maryland, 
and she uh-huh. um, called in a prescription for me for the heavy duty steroids, and okay. uh, I took that, and you know, and I was fine. The only problem with oh. steroids is that they have problems of their own, you know, weight gain and water retention right. and all of that. Right. And it raises your blood sugar. So if you're diabetic, you have to be very careful of that. Okay. So okay. I and I did so I just carry them around with me in my purse so that, you know, if I get exposed to something, I had someone who knew that I was allergic to pineapple, put pineapple in broccoli. What? He Why put, would they do something like that? <laughs> I don't oh know. Goodness. I don't know. Because we, we were there. I was I was visiting his mother, and his mother said, this broccoli tastes funny. And I said, yeah, it really does. But he had also put orange juice in it, so which hid the pineapple taste. Yeah, so maybe didn't they, he it. didn't really believe it. He probably thinks, well, if if I, you know, just put a little bit or well, maybe she's uh, <laughs> not that allergic. Maybe she'll be okay. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know what he was thinking, but he. I've not <laughs> been back to the house since. <laughs> I don't. I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't trying blame to kill you. me, and I, I, and I, you know, unfortunately for me, I had the steroids with me, so I started yeah. them right away. So I Thank didn't, God. you know, I didn't get the full blown reaction. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if if I had had not been taking the pine bark, I I would have, you know, stopped breathing right there at the table, and he mm-hmm. wouldn't have known what to do. So you know, it's wow. it's it's just you you have to really take care of yourself. And like I said, I avoid it at all costs. I don't right. I don't um, you know. And I there's nothing I love more than pineapple or strawberries. Yeah, well, you know, you're gonna have to be very careful if you go to any of these um, fast food places because now I know I think it was McDonald's and maybe Chick Fil A. I think it's Chick Fil A also. They um started uh salad making salads with strawberries and um strawberries, blueberries and some of them have mango. Yeah, so you probably want to avoid the salads that have any type of fruit if you go to McDonald's or Chick-fil-A. I'm pretty sure those both of those two uh places um uh, have started making salads or they may have had them for a while with um various f- fruits. In them, and also I was going to say, <laughs> um, I'll make sure that if I invite you to my house, we won't have chicken salad if my mother's making it because she makes it with pineapple as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll make sure if I'm like, oh, Marilyn, come on over, because I do like to have those outdoor gatherings sometimes. Oh um, yeah, well, you know, it's funny. I have a, um, a, a well, she's kind of she's a she's my. Uh, my uncle by marriage's mother, but she's adopted me as her uh-huh. daughter. And every Thanksgiving, she makes sweet potato pudding with the pineapple in it. But she makes mm. a little small dish for me without the pineapple. Uh-huh. And I think it's so special. That's every Thanksgiving, nice. I go, and she's like, okay, that's, that's your dish. That doesn't have the pineapple in it. That's good. That's good. Well, so, you, we so, love those so, people that look out for us, don't we? Yeah, people, people <laughs> will always... There's always going to be somebody that looks out for you. So, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you avoid the allergy. And sometimes you'll have to go to a doctor just to see what you're allergic to. Because a lot of people are allergic to corn. I'm allergic to corn. Yes, I'm allergic yes I am to also. Yogurt. Mm-hmm. And um, there's something else that I'm allergic to. I've, I've forgotten. But I don't eat it, so <laughs> I don't I don't have to, to worry about it. And, you know, occasionally... Um, I was eating a veggie burger and it had corn in it, but it was, you know, just yes. a couple of pieces of corn. And I just looked yes. out, just like, okay, you know, I don't, I don't get the the anaphylaxis with the corn, but I do. When I was a chronic pain patient, corn gave me a, a increased pain, mm. so I knew mm. I, I I need needed to avoid that. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm allergic. I was told I'm allergic to corn, but I don't have any type of um, food allergies that have ever made my throat swell up or, you know, to the point where I would have to go to the emergency room or use any mm-hmm. any special steroids or anything like that. Um, I know I'm um, airborne. I'm allergic to dust mites. And from mm-hmm. our conversation that you and I have just been having, I may be allergic to pine trees and so I'm going to start I'm going to order that pine bark um, from the website you just uh, told us about or either yeah. um, 
it's probably you probably can get a better deal on it at the vitacost.com you mentioned instead of the GNC is is that right or yeah the um, GNC was like twenty seven dollars for a little it's a little teeny bottle uh, it's a little bottle but you know what you and when you're in GNC if you're a person that shops there they have a little tree it's a little pine tree on it on some of it um uh, the technical word for it is pycnogenol. Pycnogenol, yes, yes. I'm familiar with that. And it um, it works so well. It's so good for the kids because it doesn't have side effects. You know, if you uh-huh. got you, uh, my my son had he had uh, asthma. He has not had an asthma attack I know in years. And I started him on the on the on the pine bark. I'd order a big bottle for him and a big bottle for me, and you know, because we were both taking it, and uh-huh. it really helped. But he stopped taking that; he doesn't take it anymore. But he hasn't—he hasn't had uh, an asthma attack in, in in many years. And what people—I think I mentioned it before—the pollen, pollen, and food allergies can cause migraines. Mm, yes, yes, yeah, you did mention and, that. And um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, you go into the doctor and they're loading you up with all these pills and pain medicine, <laughs> and all you need to do is to get rid of it. What happened when I was a child? I had migraine headaches. I can remember being three having migraine headaches, mm. mm-hmm. and I always got the migraine headache in the fall. And you know, we didn't have air conditions when I was growing up. You open the window up and the fan. I know. Me too. I know. Yes, yes, yes. We always had a dog. And Uh everybody in my house smoked. And it turned out I'm allergic to cigarette smoke and dogs and cats. So when I left home for college, I mean, I had these migraines every fall, terrible headaches. Mm -hmm. And when I left home, they stopped. Oh, okay. I'm not, and, and you're like, I'm never going home again. <laughs> yeah, well, what happened was I I had a psychologist because I was in high school, and, you know, I had these terrible headaches, and she talked to me, and she said, it sounds like it's allergy-related because you get right, them in the right. fall, and when you start closing up the window, you know, I was left with, the, I, I did, the cigarette smoke didn't get aired out, and the dog dander didn't get aired out. And, um, you know, so she was the first one to diagnose that. And, you know, I had in the days before CAT scans and MRIs, you know, all they had were these brain scans. You had to drink this nasty stuff. And then they take a picture of your brain and they never saw anything. But it, it really pays to know about your body and to make connections. Because when I left home, I could not believe it. I got in college and it's like, wow. No migraine. Wow, this is great. That was great, and it was a, a good time not to have any since you needed to be able to focus and concentrate in college and, and you know, pass your tests and exams and everything. So yeah. that was uh, that worked out. But so what? So my sister suffers severely with migraine headaches. Um, mm-hmm. What and you? What What are you saying is the best um, remedy to um, take uh, naturally? The stay avoid um, the um, you know try to stay inside as much and and what else would you tell her for her migraines? For migraines, there's a herb called feverfew. Oh, feverfew. That works that I used to take because I I've had a couple of migraines um, since I've been grown. Mm-hmm. And I remember early in the pregnancy with my daughter, I had a migraine and it only lasted half a day. I went right in, you know, pulled down the shades, lay down took a nap, and then when I woke up, the headache was gone. Um, okay. But feverfew works when, you know, um, most uh, migraine sufferers would tell you that they have an aura before they actually get the headache. You know, they get okay. eye things. Or, right, you know, yes. You, that's you what can't she does. hear loud noises. Yes, and, yes, um, yes. As soon as I would get that aura, I would take the feverfew. Okay. All right, well, I'm not going to – we're going to have to um, – Walmart, okay. You can get it right at Walmart, or you can okay. get um, uh, a friend of mine that had bad migraines. She had a feverfew tree, and I don't know okay. where to get that. But she would just pluck a leaf off and chew it, and and the aura would go away. 
Okay, so Marilyn, as you can see, we're almost out of time, and I, yes. this has been a wonderful, fantastic show, but I want, want to give you a chance to tell us about the upcoming events and your books and whatever information you want to share within the next five minutes because we're down to five minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, so... I would like to uh, invite the listeners to, uh, it's called Hats Off to Life. It's a health symposium, and uh, it's happening on May the 20th this year um, at the New Psalmist uh, Retreat and Meeting Center. That's at 6020 Marion Drive in Baltimore. 6020 Marion Drive, okay. Yeah, we'll have um, three main speakers. Myself is one. Uh, Dr. Ruth Barnes is another. She's been doing this conference for uh, several years now. She's from Oklahoma, and that's where she's been doing it. But we're we're taking this show on the road. So Baltimore is our first city. Great. And we will mm-hmm. also have um, someone. Well, Dr. Barnes is going to be talking about metabolic syndrome. That's the syndrome that people get. When they overeat and don't exercise, they get diabetes and high blood pressure and high cholesterol. They they call that metabolic syndrome. And she's going to talk about metabolic syndrome and relaxation response. Okay. Uh, Dr. C.O. Stevens, he's an internist um, in Baltimore, and he's going to be talking about hypertension and diabetes. I'm mm-hmm. going to be talking about the mind-body connection, all the things okay. that go on in your mind that wind up in your body. We will have someone speaking about emotional freedom technique. Uh, We have a three-time cancer survivor, and she'll be talking about that. We also have a gentleman that's coming from the House of Ruth to talk about domestic violence. Okay. We will have uh, vendors and screenings, health screenings, and the uh, event is from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and it includes lunch. And we will end the program with uh, Spirit Feet. It's a, a ministry at New Psalmist that uh, does line dancing. Uh huh. Spirit. To, uh, oh, interesting. Elevate okay. your spirit and your uh, physical condition as well. Get you Great. fit. Excellent. Wow. So happy. That sounds. So the tickets um, like... are are online. Mhm. And uh, the the. Uh, Website for the tickets is uh, rjcbfoundation.org, and you can purchase the tickets there, or you can purchase the tickets from me, and uh, I can give you my phone number, 410-365-3612, and we have... 410-365-3612. Three six one two, and and that was our three six one two four one zero three six five three six one two, and it's R as in Robert, J as in Jack, C as in Cat. Was that B as in boy? B as in boy. Yeah. B as in boy. Foundation dot org. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, we have uh, room for vendors. I still have um, about five tables left for any vendors who are interested um, in coming to the conference. And uh, like I said, we will have medical screening there, people uh, to get screened for, you know, the diabetes and and the cholesterol and hypertension. They'll take your blood pressure. So, um, yeah, come out and be informed. Is the that's the what's the date most again? Thing. Saturday, May the May the twentieth. May the twentieth, right? And how much are the vendors' tables? The vendors' tables are a hundred dollars. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that sounds like an event that um we all need to attend. So, Marilyn, I want to thank you so much for being my special guest. And um, do you have any final words, closing thoughts that you would like to share with my listeners, or anything that we have not? <laughs> had time to discuss and you just want to take a few minutes to wrap everything up. Well, I'll just leave you with the scripture, Proverbs 16 and 30 says, mm-hmm. peace of mind means a healthy body and jealousy right. will rot your bones. Okay. So, peace of mind. 
peace of mind. Okay, that that concludes everything. That that's per- the perfect way to end the show. So thank you so much, Marilyn. You go out and have a wonderful day. Uh, don't <laughs> uh, protect yourself from the allergens. <laughs> and, oh yes. Uh, yes, and we will talk soon. And I'll um, we'll be in touch. Def- definitely gonna be in touch. Okay. Thank you. Uh, okay, you're welcome. Take care. All right, mm-hmm. so we're gonna sign off here. Um, I want to let everybody know that on. Uh, you know what? Actually, uh, we actually have an event on that same week in as Maryland. So uh, visit the website, www.partnersinhealth.biz, for upcoming health and wellness information and events. Until next, sa- sta- until next Saturday, stay healthy and business savvy. I'm your host, Gail Dixon. Have a blessed day. Love you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.